Have you ever found yourself after a game of D&D debating over a particular rule that came up and trying to figure out, as a group, how to break it? As a DM, do you get that feeling of dread when your player asks, if you look at it this way? Well, we decided to turn that into a podcast. A group of DMs come together every episode as we discuss how rules is written, we can figure out how to maximize what we can do with a rule, and how we can use other rules to break the game. Each episode, we will be joined by a guest, including DMs from some of our favorite podcasts, and get a sneak peek behind the DM screen from some of our favorite shows as they share their own thoughts and experiences on a particular rule and how it has affected their games. Please feel free to jump in on our discussions by leaving us a comment on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, or feel free to email me at dm at dndraw.com, or send us a tweet to at rules as written and let us know how the rule may have come up during one of your games or how you figured out a way to break the game that we didn't discuss so thanks for joining us hey everyone i'm tony hi this is bethany hey this is rachel my name is joshua c mcmahon Today we're going to go over luck and how luck points and all sorts of things can break the game. A little bit of follow-up. We haven't, uh, uh, let's see, hi, I, I remember one of the last episodes we were talking about, what was it, regeneration? No, reincarnate. <laughs> reincarnation. Yeah. Uh, reincarnation. And what would happen if I accidentally reincarnated myself again as a tiefling? And so just for funsies, I rolled it just to see a D100. See what race? And I got a 60. Which is a half elf. Which is so I would be. You get to keep the charisma. Yeah, you still be charismatic. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would work out. That's honestly a good roll. That's that's ideal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Charisma bonus, and then what? What else changes for uh, half elves? For the I think I got like con as a tiefling. I don't remember now. Or is it just a plus two for charisma? I should have looked it up before I mentioned it. That's okay. We'll we'll just take out. What is this? <gasps> Colson chewed up my <laughs> eyeliner. <laughs> Ooh, bad dog. Uh, Tony, where's the rest of it? Did he eat it? Oh no! Oh. Oh boy. <laughs> Colson might be full of eyeliner. Uh, and so I think it's it's charisma by two, and then you get two other ability scores of your choice. Oh, uh, is that how it works? Okay. Sorry, please cut the part <laughs> up. Yeah. But it was really interesting. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I see you all also rolled for whatever reason. I thought that was a thing. I don't know. Curiosity. <laughs> Just- I just did it. <laughs> we wanted to participate. I'm like, well, Rachel rolled. If Rachel's rolling, I'm rolling. <laughs> I didn't know why you rolled, so I was confused. And I wanted to be included. <laughs> so what did you all roll? So I would become a forest gnome because I got a 45. So I was just trying to find what a forest gnome is because that's not in the core book, in the core player's handbook. Yeah, it is. Uh, look under gnomes first. Oh. Never mind. I glazed right over it. Apparently, oh my decks would go up. Yeah, four stems are pretty good, and my and my intelligence would go up. <laughs> oh, that that is a precious resource. So you're saying you're saying this is yeah. an ash rerolled yeah. as as a forest gnome. It's pretty sweet. That's not bad. I can see Ash as a forest gnome. She'd be pretty happy actually. Except she'd lose her strength and con. Yeah, but I think she would like adjust pretty well. Whereas I think my character, uh, if Ara rolled what I rolled, which was a seventy-five, and she became a stout halfling, I think she'd kill. <laughs> I think she'd kill herself <laughs> and not come back. <laughs> Just I don't want to do this. <laughs> it's, I, 
I was a beautiful drow and now I'm a stout halfling. <laughs> what what is a stout halfling? Like you take a halfling and now it's even it's chubby. more halfling ear. <laughs> more uh, hobbit. Yeah, it's basically uh, a hobbit. <laughs> oh, you would kill yourself. A sto- I, can't, I can't even imagine a snobby halfling. Like a, a snobby condescending. All right, so oh, so Tony, goodness. what did you roll? So, Uthal would actually be a little happy about this. He'd become a mountain dwarf. You'd be shorter. Everything would be taller than you. I'd be shorter. My con would go up. Ooh. Yeah, but can you imagine he would have even more of a complex about his height? Like, <laughs> Oh, yes. Everything Everything's would be taller, taller than me. <laughs> and you'd have hair. Yeah. We'd both have yeah, hair. It would be maddening. He'd be so hairy. He'd be like, what is this stuff? Oh, my gosh. I would have hair. I wouldn't be a bald Goliath. Would that be. would be so weird. I can't imagine this right now. <laughs> you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. You'd have to shave or not. I'm a dwarf. No, I'm a dwarf. You would shave. Shave. So nothing would. Uh, to be honest, nothing would actually change. Besides height. Yeah. Don't shave. Yeah. Don't bathe. That'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, standard stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's normal, right? <sighs> oh, I'm speaking as Uthal, by the way. D and D is it a is. smelly game, guys. <laughs> we we don't look into these <laughs> sorts of details. It, it's an ugly, ugly thing. <laughs> Tasty. So, uh, main topic? Main topic. Luck. So how did this come about? Where did we, where are okay. we starting on this whole luck so thing? So for me, I think the question came up, what is luck? Not in the natural world, but in the world of D&D. Is it magic? Is it chance? What, where does it come from? And what does it actually mean? Because there's quite a few mechanics that reference luck. So I thought we could kind of go through those mechanics and see what is this thing? <laughs> because obviously players can, to some degree, control it. Hmm. So that's where I kind of thought was the starting point. I also pulled up definitions of luck in case you guys <laughs> in case we didn't know that. what luck is. <laughs> <laughs> and I put quotes, which I didn't know if you wanted to include in the show notes, Josh, because obviously I started like I was writing a paper. Hmm. I like this. That's interesting. <laughs> so one of the quotes is, the best luck of all is the luck you make for yourself by Douglas MacArthur. MacArthur. Do you know who Douglas MacArthur is? No. He's, he's a very famous five-star general. Nope. Okay. No? Okay. Never mind. Nope. Nothing. Nope. There's nothing there. Sorry. <laughs> the name is vaguely familiar, so, but I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry. I know about as many five-star generals as I know movies. I believe he's been in movies, or as a character. That, that, uh, all the more reason I wouldn't know him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. No. The Pacific. Anyway. The Pacific in World War II. No. Oh, gosh. Nope. Nothing. I am also a history geek, and so is Tony. This is something that is now becoming very evident. I'm sorry. Josh, let's not be history geeks together. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> sorry. I, I, apparently I was working from the wrong template. <laughs> it's like those names I look at. Like, they're vaguely familiar. Don't know who they are. I have heard this before. Mm-hmm. The yeah. end. Okay. Yeah. Well, so the next quote, I thought I, I've heard this before and I really liked it. Nobody gets justice. People only get good or bad luck, which is really morbid, but super <laughs> appropriate to D&D. And that's a quote from Orson Welles. <laughs> I like these. This is really good. I like the way that they've implemented it too. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah. So this, I just thought it was interesting to sort of start, start us thinking along the lines of what is luck? Honestly, the first one just makes me think of, uh, your character, Josh, knowledge. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's got crazy luck. <laughs> he has very specific abilities to control luck. Tides of chaos, I believe, is one of them. And Bend Luck, I believe. Bend Luck is the one I'm thinking of. Tides of Chaos is the other one, which is super handy, but Bend Luck is exactly it. 
This, uh, this is the one where you do the D4, right? Uh, yeah, it's a wild magic sorcerer ability that you can spend your sorcery points to roll a D4 and apply the number rolled as a bonus or a penalty. Yeah, I really like that. I really like that a lot. You, you could mention how, how this has come up, though, because it has... It's come in handy. <laughs> it's come in handy like crazy, especially when combined with... Let me, You know what? Let me grab... It's right here. Hang on. What is happening? So while he's gone, I'm going to tell you guys this joke. <laughs> uh, okay. What kind of boat is sailed by vampires? I don't know. Do I want to know? Tony, do you want to know? <laughs> what, what? A blood sure. vessel. Uh, <laughs> 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 Alright. What were you trying to look up, Josh? Tides of Chaos. Okay, so I found it here. It's uh, it's my class here. So we've got ah, okay, here we go. It's the meta magic. So heightened spell mm-hmm. combined with heightened spell, Ben Luck is stupid powerful, and that was one of the things that I needed in that battle with the Beholder. Uh, heightened spell briefly. You can spend three sorcery points uh, to give a target of the spell disadvantage on a saving throw, ability check, or or is it just a saving throw on a saving throw made against the spell you're casting. Mm-hmm. For this Beholder fight, I had to give them, uh, let's see, disadvantage with the three points, and then I also used Ben Luck as well to give them further disadvantage of a D4, which I think ended up rolling a three on, yes. if, I was, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, that's stupid handy to be able to to force a creature to just fail. Especially since he's failed the save by mm-hmm. one point. Yeah, it was close. So, uh, do it. Yeah, I think that, that was kind of like... A lot of the luck abilities can be kind of like your your get out of jail free card, basically, where you're like, oh my gosh, this is going really badly, or I really need a certain thing to happen, otherwise we all die. Like, mm-hmm. we really mm-hmm. need this beholder on our side, or we're dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think we could have survived that fight without everything going the way yeah. it did. But. So, Tides of Chaos, the question is, is it a luck ability? Because it doesn't actually reference luck references uh the forces of chance and chaos well i think chance is a form of luck i'd agree with that i would say that that it draws from the same well so to speak well i'd say maybe chance is the force and luck is the outcome yeah i would say i would say so having bad luck would be a negative outcome having good luck would be the positive (laughs) side of that so but it all draws from that same theory of chance of the uncertainty Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, Tides of Chaos is super handy as well, but I like how Tides of Chaos give this uh, this double-edged sword where if you use it, you gain advantage. You have to use a long, you have to finish a long rest before you can use the feature again. But at that point, after casting any spell of level one or higher, you can be hit with something on the wild magic table. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely a a cost, and it's the same kind of cost in terms of it's it's kind of luck based you you don't know what's going to come up you don't know what's going to be rolled and you don't know when it will happen yeah that's true but it could be worth it if you have to force disadvantage so when it comes to the question of or gain advantage yeah yeah great gain for that one cuz that only lets you gain advantage unlike luck points which are uh a bit more free in what you can do um so recently in Tony's campaign as a as a reward for finishing my my main story quest which was to uh avenge the death of my mother um which went really well and really violently 
uh, I was given a, a bonus feat, which was uh, something we decided as sort of a house rule to sort of motivate characters to commit to their to their story, or rather players to commit to the character's story quest. So I now have the lucky feat, which Tony gave to me because it's one of those feats that's really cool and I really like, and I would never, ever take because I like ability increases <laughs> so much. <laughs> They're the best. I really want max decks. Okay, Dritz. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's not never. true. She's totally different. Totally different dual-wielding dual drow. Who's good? Who's good and, uh, no, but she's snobby. Totally different. Mm-hmm. You can attest to her snobbiness. Yeah, yeah, totally different. I totally agree with the snobbiness. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, so now, now I have luck points, um, which let you basically, you can use them as, to, to use them as advantage on attack rolls or belly check through saving throws, which would be the same as how you use inspiration. You still have to use it before the outcome is determined. Though sometimes it's really tempting to stare at the DM and like see what their face looks like, like with Tony, but he's pretty cagey. So I don't really get to do that. I'm usually just smiling. Yeah, which makes me really nervous. <laughs> so it's hard to tell whether this is, is this smile for like, hey, they did it, or is this smile for, Oh no, they're dead. Yeah, you could smiles tell you nothing. So you can also use a luck point when an attack is made against you. Basically, you roll a d20, and then you could choose whether they use their roll, which you can't see, or yours. So ideally, you roll low, and you say, "I would like you to take my one." That is now mm-hmm, your roll. Mm-hmm. Um, which is an interesting and challenging mechanic to use, but it gives you a lot of uh a lot of power over what can happen in the game if if you use it correctly, which a lot of that's up to chance. Well, the biggest thing is also you choose which roll to take after you roll it. Not right, just for right. the attack roll against you, but for any luck point mm-hmm. you use. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's, that's kind of like there's quite a few luck abilities. I don't know. Do we want to go through each one? Because I, I did gather them all here. <laughs> I've gathered you here today. Yeah, we can mention them. <laughs> I've gathered you here today to discuss luck. Uh, so something that came up with uh, one of the characters in my campaign early on is he was a halfling who has the, they have automatically the lucky trait, where if they roll a one on basically an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, they can re-roll the die. They still have to use the new roll, which means they could possibly roll another one, but they probably won't. And that came in handy so mm-hmm. much for him. It was crazy advantageous. Yeah, to the point where there was there and- was some resentment, I think, for everybody else. Like, ugh, you never nat one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was almost impossible for him to nat one. He'd have to basically get two ones in a row for it to which, happen. Which did happen. Yeah. But I think, like, it, it, twice. Once or twice, maybe. Like, twice, yeah. yeah which is really Very not infrequently. a lot. Yeah, considering how many checks you guys make. So I just that, that that's actually one of those abilities that doesn't seem like a big deal until you're playing alongside it, I think. Yeah, now combine that with the lucky feet. <laughs> yeah, right. So the thing about the lucky feet is it's not actually uh, advantage or disadvantage, which um, I do like that 5th edition has kind of reduced a lot of the really complex adding and subtracting from rolls from previous editions, where basically... If you have an ability that gives you advantage, you roll, you know, two d20s and you take the higher. If it's disadvantage, you roll two and you take the lower. It's really simplified a lot of that math that you would have to do. Like, you know, getting plus two for your armor, but you're flat-footed, so it's actually a minus six. But then you also have that shield, which is a plus four. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The pluses and minuses are maddening. But that's interesting because... And I, and I actually want to bring up something else because uh, uh, my roommate and I had nah, a discussion about something similar in terms of the lucky feat is that you can keep throwing luck points. It's not 
lucky doesn't give you advantage. It gives you another d20. Right. And the wording's mm-hmm. very specific and, and peculiar because, like, if you happen to have inspiration or uh, advantage on a particular roll and you just bomb both dies, you, you just you lose. And you, if let's say you have inspiration as a character, uh, you can't spend it because you've already got advantage. You can't spend it no. for a third. But I can tell you, this just happened yesterday in our game where with Tony as the DM, yeah. where I've I what was my check? A stealth check. Um, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was a... It was a stealth check, and uh, I, as a ranger rogue fighter, have a plus eight to my, plus eight to my stealth. So I thought, I really can't mm. screw up this stealth check. Oh, and I had passed without a trace, so I had a plus ten. And I was like, I'm going to be so stealthy, and I rolled a two. And I was like, <laughs> that's not really enough for me. I, I could do better. So I'm, because it was, we we're trying to sneak around the beholder. I was like, okay, well, guess mm-hmm, what? I'm mm-hmm. gonna use my luck point, and I rolled a one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, this is not happening. I'm gonna burn another luck point. <laughs> and then I rolled like an eight. No, it, you rolled a th- uh, a four. Oh, was it a four? Yeah. It was. Remember, you only beat him by he, yes. You that's got right. A, you rolled a twenty-two total, and that's yep. with a plus eighteen. So, uh, so that I don't know is either how to use or how not to use luck points, depending on how you look. Like, however you're looking. No, at No, that's it. how the player is really unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> with three rolls, you can't roll higher than a five. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're just not going to get it. Yeah. But I think the fact that you can, as a player, decide, no, I'm burning all of my luck on this. Is really compelling. You could force it, basically, to, to give you the best possible chance of succeeding. So, rogues at level 20 get a stroke of luck ability, which basically means if their attack misses, they can just turn it into a hit. <laughs> it's like, nah, nah. <laughs> wow. Also, they can turn an ability check as if they rolled a 20. <laughs> Instead of a d20, you just you, they can only use it uh, once per short or long rest. Wow, that's really powerful. But basically, they can choose to crit on an ability check. Oh, my goodness. So that's a 20. Now, that's that's a crazy. Lo- yeah, that's a level 20 rogue, though. Uh, okay, okay. That makes sense, then. But it, it's still a pretty overpowered ability, like, compared to a lot of other classes. That would be, at least when it comes to, you know, wanting to make sure you don't screw up. So that time when you're fighting the final boss and you know you've missed that final one, you could be like, no. No, I hit. No, sorry. Nope. <laughs> Especially when you start combining that with other bits of luck. Yes. Um, a rogue with the lucky feet. A halfling rogue with the lucky feet. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess maybe that maybe something we need to look at is what's the luckiest <laughs> class race combo you can build? What's the luckiest you can get? Yeah. So warlocks, depending on what pact you make, have a couple different luck abilities. Um, Dark One's own luck, which I think... Uh, Chris had, right, Rachel, when he was uh, Baz? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, he wound up being able to get to that. Yeah, so basically they call on their their patron, which is typically like, like a fiend, and say, you know, help me alter fate in my favor, and they can add a d10 to their role. Was he fiend, Pat? That's not bad. I guess he was, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we know how that worked yeah. out. <laughs> That's the right, warlock fiend pact, yeah. 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 But you only get that if you make a pact with a fiend, and that's not good. Well, but if you take a pact with a great old one, you have a different ability, the uh, Entropic Ward, where you can magically ward yourself and basically turn an enemy's fail strike into luck mm-hmm. for yourself. So basically, they make an attack against you, and you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage. And if they miss you with that disadvantage, your next attack roll against them has advantage. 
That's an interesting twist. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you're hmm. like, ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that the the entropic ward that almost seems like when you're walking down a flight of stairs and you expect there to be an extra step and there's not. And you do that little, <laughs> little trip. It's like the enemy goes to swing and it expects so much that it's going to hit yeah, that it just overreaches and so sure. yeah. And you get stab, stab. Yep. <laughs> and you, you just, just smack them as they're trying to uh, pull back. Exactly. That's really cool. I like that. That's very well written and clever. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, I haven't gotten to see that come up because we had a warlock with that particular pact. Um, so the question is, out of those luck abilities, which ones are the best? Obviously, the 20th level rogue ability is pretty great and, being a halfling is the only, it's the only lucky race, uh, I mean, or the one that has a, a luck ability, if I'm not mistaken. I would say the, the, the one stroke of luck is really neat, but it's a level 20. Yeah. I mean, I've never played a game where I yeah. get past. It would, it's gonna take you forever to get to that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then even once you get it, uh, like, how long are you gonna play as a level 20 character? It's fairly Until rare. Until you kill the god. <laughs> yeah. So really, we're saying it's probably better if you build a halfling who's a wild magic sorcerer. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause then you if can you bend luck. want to manipulate luck. luck. Right, cause you could do bend luck and tides of chaos, and then you just take the lucky feat. So there is, and it's not, it's not, I wouldn't say it's luck, but it is, it is kind of lucky cause it can save your butt. Uh, Searing Vengeance is the one that mine gets at level 6, because I'm uh, the Warlock of the Undying Light. Oh, that's in your Horde of the Dragon Queen campaign. Yeah, that's at Horde of the Dragon Queen. So at 6th level, basically, when you're making death saving throws, you're just like, nah. And you just get back up with, uh, <laughs> you regain hit points equal to half your hit point maximum. So it's not luck, but it's kind of lucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's the Unearthed Arcana one, right? Yeah, that's the Unearthed Arcana one. Yeah, they come out with some really good stuff. So I don't know if that's a luck ability. It's more just very advantageous. Very advantageous. <laughs> like, I'm not dying. Screw you. So really, I think the whole discussion of what luck is came up for, or Tony and I were especially discussing it, because I was looking through the uh, Player's Handbook and the Dungeon Master's Guide for references to luck, and... I actually was surprised to see that hit points include a reference to luck by their definition. So it says hit points represent a combination of physical and mental durability, the will to live, and luck. And I was like, what the <laughs> heck does that mean? <laughs> I, I guess that makes sense because when you do level up, you get to roll your uh, hit die if you want to do the rolled version of, of health. And that's totally random, which is luck. Either unlucky or lucky, depending on how well you roll that die. Of course, you can just take the average, but... I believe the book assumes you're going to take the average, so I don't think that's what it's referring to. What do you think it's referring to? I think it's the the concept of, you've been lucky to not get hit. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um, HP, I think what HP winds up representing is, yeah, you will take some... If you're looking at real combat, most likely in a fight that takes anywhere from... 20 seconds to a minute, really, in any sort of D&D combat. Um, you might get smacked a few times, but if you win, you're only getting bumps and bruises, maybe a cut here or there. Um, and that's the idea of your HP's going down, is that your luck is running out. Like, if you hit zero, huh. your luck has run out. <laughs> and you are unconscious or dying. Or <laughs> it's a very curious mention. They obviously chose it really intentionally, but it's definitely open to interpretation on what they meant by it. Because it is difficult when you talk about HP because it's not just like hardiness because obviously you can, everybody has mm -hmm. some HP. 
And it does say, though, that creatures with more hit points are more difficult to hit, but at the same time, that's separate from AC. So it, it does seem that by being able to control... Uh, more difficult to kill. Kill, sorry. Yeah. So it's more difficult to kill. So it, it is like a sense of, I guess, wearing down. So I kind of liked Tony's interpretation of what they meant by it. Yeah, because, mm. I mean, it mentions men- uh, physical and mental durability. Um, so that's just uh, someone who's more used to fighting, so someone of higher levels is obviously going to have more HP. Um, someone who goes out adventuring and actually deals with this rough lifestyle. Um, their will to live, so again, someone who's uh, on a quest and adventuring and going out and doing stuff is obviously not wanting to die or have any likelihood of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then the luck aspect is just... You've survived this long. That idea that in combat... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you survived this long. You, you've been lucky. That's, that's past luck, not not future. You luck. fought orcs and goblins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, in a sense, hit points do represent past luck, right? Because you're gaining them because you've leveled and yeah. you're moving forward. So I guess you gained it, experience and skills, and through all this luck that you've had, you now are harder yeah. to bring down. <laughs> Uh, but I kind of like that because it, it, I think, at least for me, it makes it seem like the players have a, have more of a control over their fate, in a sense. Like, they're more, they have more agency, but that's just my personal, how I want to interpret it, probably. <laughs> well, it winds up also being, in terms of anyone who likes to describe damage in combat, it's a little hard to do with, like, player characters. Like, if you're going up against an enemy and you, you know, stab into it, the DM's planning to have you kill the monster, so eventually it's going to fall, and that stab is not going to make that much of a difference. You can't just stab a player character through, because <laughs> it it's not the same thing. Right, so the idea is that, that the attacks are wearing down something else besides just the physical body of mm-hmm. the character, basically. They're, they're getting tired, they're getting bruised up, maybe a like a broken rib here <laughs> or there, but if depending on how low your HP is, but... I think the aspect of luck winds up boiling down to just eventually it gets to a point where physically they're tired enough, they've been nicked and bumped enough that their luck's run out and they drop to zero HP. Yeah. In terms of, of combat and how to illustrate that, I think that's sort of a matter of opportunity cost. In the middle of a fight, you don't want to get stabbed, so you may end up doing things that will still hurt you or will still wear you out, but that are much better than mm-hmm. being impaled. For instance, <laughs> yeah, you you shift to have the blade slice into your side rather than through your gut or something like that. Exactly, which is what represents a hit. It's not that oh, you only did ten damage. It was like you know, you went for the heart and they just managed to dodge out of the way and and it still hurt, <laughs> but it was better than what would have happened had you not. And so that is really tough to 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 get across sometimes in combat when you just expect like a lot of video yeah. games, you're hacking and slashing into the creature. Yeah, you're just going to wear them down. It, it, that's basically it. It's an endurance test, really. So yeah. basically, out of what we've seen here, the luckiest character that uh, any of us, I'd say, have played up is probably your your character, Josh, your, your wild magic sorcerer. And yet, I think you've had some of the worst luck as a player <laughs> in your roles. I think you need to share the story of the tree. I can't imagine which story you're talking about. Uh, it's... Uh, there was this brief moment where we spent a little bit of time on the surface, and I think I even had greater invisibility at this time, so I don't know what I was thinking. 
To explain this really quickly, this is the Out of the Abyss campaign where they spend most of the time in the Underdark. Yes, and so being in the Underdark for forever, I guess I just want to do something a little bit different. And there are no trees in the Underdark. I think occasionally we'll come across some huge mushrooms and stuff, but we've never been fighting in a forest of mushrooms so much. (laughs) So we get across this one area and we get ambushed by a whole bunch of critters and I'm like, you know, the height advantage here would be really, really nice. So I try to use the cape of the Monty Bank to teleport into a tree at the top of the tree or near the top of the tree. It's like 30 feet up. Uh, to, to dimension, dimension door, I believe. Yes, it was a t- dimension door into a tree. <laughs> and you were successful. You were in the tree. This did not go so well. <laughs> You're right, there's no check to see if you can teleport into the tree. You have to then catch yourself, though, which I did not do so well. Um, I think the first roll was acrobatics. Yeah, acrobatics. I did not do that roll well. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think what had happened was is I missed the acrobatics roll by a bit and started to, what, fall? So I had to catch myself after yeah, that? Yeah, catch a right? branch. But the deck save. I did not do so well on the deck save either. You rolled a one. Oh, God, I did roll a one. What did I do then? I spent my inspiration, I believe. Yeah. And I rolled like a three. (laughs) I rolled three 20s to try and make it in this tree. (laughs) He's like, I'm burning all the points to get burnt all of it to just tumble down through a whole bunch of branches and land in a crumple (laughs) on the ground at the base of this tree. Whereupon, all the orcs were like, oh, hey, this guy just fell out of a tree. (laughs) <laughs> and walked Yay, over food. and surrounded him. <laughs> did not go well. I was so mad. It's okay. A quick fireball. <laughs> oh yeah, we cleaned it up. Yeah, yeah, it, it worked out okay. But it was a, uh, it was like one of those turns. We're like, no, it can't get any worse. Oh, it, it's worse. Yeah, that, that just goes to show you when you try and do something creative and new, it's like, no, just follow the mechanics. <laughs> no, it can be, be the automaton. really cool. It can actually have some amazing moments. And just in terms of luck, in not my last touch, but the one before, you guys attempted to use the carrion crawler mucus on your enemy, uh, Bethany, your character's enemy. Did we mention this already? I believe we did. Yeah, he has a plus seven. I gave him a plus seven con save, and it's a 13 DC. We didn't think we'd make this. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't believe it when it took hold. I'm like, I rolled an 18! (laughs) It was a good feeling. Um, Yeah, there was also that one session where I rolled how many nat ones? 11. I rolled 11 nat ones in one session, and one of those was with advantage, which was a real bummer. (laughs) It's too stupid to make up some things that happen. I was like, it can't get, oh, it can't, well, it can't continue, oh, it's going to continue. So I think I went through a whole, it was a whole round of combat, right, Tony? I didn't hit anybody until the very end. And you got the killing blow. I got the killing blow. I stole the kill with my last turn where I actually hit something. <laughs> but up until then, my character just got out there and flailed her swords around for like five turns, five rounds in a row. I was like, this is so mortifying. You know, I'm not a suspicious person, but it's stuff like that that makes you want to just throw away all your dice. It's like, no, they're all cursed. All of this is bad. I got to go get some new dice and I got to wash my hands before I touch them. Otherwise, it'll spread. Yeah, Rachel, do you, do you still have that picture of when you, uh, you dice shamed? Um, I think so. <laughs> that was because of the javelins, right? Yeah. And those are two different dice, though. Those weren't even the same. Right. Because the first one, you're like, no, you're out. 
get out of here. I, I don't use them anymore. Um, they are both mm-hmm. they are both shamed yeah. to mm-hmm. not be even brought along to infest the other dice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to share that, let their bad luck rub off on yeah. them. Yeah, but even still, I don't have great luck. You really don't. In initiative, I'm generally last, or at least towards the bottom. Uh, when I attack, I'm like, there was that one time you, yeah, you the really one well. time when everybody else also rolled really well. <laughs> Yeah, but then I always do, like, when I attack, I never get, like, a super high thing. It's always like, okay, I rolled, like, a 10, and I have a plus 11. Like, (laughs) yeah, of which you're like, oh, plus 11's good. I'm like, thank God for those bonuses, because otherwise, I wouldn't be hitting anything. (laughs) Yeah, whereas Tony tends to roll really well. I like my dice. (laughs) Those are Kana checks. It's not even like it's the same dice. Like, you've gained more dice. It's not even like you're using that same... Like no, using I've a, been using yeah. different ones. Otherwise, we would be very suspicious about your D20. But yeah. <laughs> we know it's changed. So it's just... I think it's funny because uh, as as an actual human person in the real world, I'm not like, yep, yeah, bad die, bad luck. But I think it's really easy for us to slip into like this like superstitious mindset when we're playing D&D. Even if we don't really believe it, it just is like a natural way to talk mm-hmm. about what's happening. People will go crazy if you play D&D. That is the one thing that will break down the most logical, well-minded individual is just rolling terrible for a few hours. I mean, I was told off once for, hey, stop using that, that app. Clearly, it's rolling <laughs> terrible for you. I'm like, it's literally <laughs> random. It's so like, random. I didn't matter like, what no, I use. Yeah. It's cursed. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, stop using the app. You roll in the box. No, roll in this paper. No, roll... Next to all these now, pens, blowing these are the good pens. You roll it. <laughs> Josh, have you uh, not been rolling better since you got the dice tray? Yeah, thank you for the for the lucky dice tray. <laughs> so but, uh, I think it's funny. Then there's people like Chris who like has his dice tray and his die is always like jumping around all that crazy. <laughs> I love how how many times they yeah. lo- they land in the edge yeah, yeah, where yeah. they're oh, actually kept in stored. The, the holder, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, you call. I think it, that's you, so cute. You call a pocket. It's kind of like like pool. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so I guess the kind of like discussion of like what is luck in the world of D&D, it's obviously, unlike how we tend to feel as players, it's something that to some degree in the your character has some control over in the world. It is a real thing. Yeah. And it's, it's not magic. It's like a force, I guess. It's <laughs> Force it's, to be uh, reckoned with. This other... Yeah, not like the force. That would be different. <laughs> well, I mean, there are even deities associated <laughs> with luck in D&D. Yeah. Speaking of luck, I just something just occurred to me. Yeah. Hmm? Uh, when you're rolling for your health, let's say you're rolling instead for your hit dice. Mm-hmm. Can you apply some of these luck things to hit dice? No, it's not an ability check, a saving throw, or an attack roll. Uh, I figured they would nix that because that'd be OP. <laughs> Otherwise, you're like, I'd like to add a D4 um to to my roll of a D6. <laughs> oh, and I'd also like to add another D4. So there's no cap on them? It's a good question. Yeah, because that would be great. <laughs> there are specific things that can boost uh, what you get for your hit die, like those potions of vitality that you guys got. Oh. But that's temporary. That's not for leveling. It's a temporary thing. There's no... I think the only thing that boosts it, there's a specific feat. Durability, I think. Um, that instead, if you re-roll your hit die, you can... On a one, you actually roll a two. Yeah, which... 
It's a very tempting mm-hmm. feat if you're um someone like my character who is like, oh, yo, that NPC that we just, like, took out of the gutter, they have more hit points than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that rat over there has more hit points than me. <laughs> yeah, have more hit points than me. I'm like, I have a flat con, but, you know, I have a level in Rogue and Ranger, and I, yeah, we're, we just do taking the, the, not the average. Well, it's the book calls it the average, but it's the average plus one. I'm like, well, I'm better off, but I still am not very hardy. So I did just find durable, by the way. Okay. Um, it's actually mm-hmm. even better than I thought because it says the minimum number of hit points you regain from the roll equals twice your con modifier. Yeah. So if you already have a lot of, so if you're like a really hardy dwarf and you take the durable feat, like you're gaining a, a, a minimum of a 10 on any dice roll you, you do for your, for your Holy hit die. Crap. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Hardiest dwarf ever. Which is... I want yeah. that. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, I would like to... Can I die and come back as a really hardy dwarf? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Your character, Rachel, has a lot of hit points. That's because I have that necklace. <laughs> I know. It's right? a great <laughs> necklace. That's your reward for being See? nice to a lich. He is? Yeah. He's a good lich. So the one other reference to luck I thought was funny is in the DMG, it has like a table of NPC talents and one of them is unbelievably lucky. And I'm like, well, what the heck does that mean? Maybe they get luck points. Yeah. Do they get luck points or do I just like decide? Yeah. That NPC, things just go their way. Uh, I just thought that was interesting to, to give that as like a, a talent. Luck is a talent you can have. That is interesting. I guess it's more their belief. I don't know what that would be. I guess you could, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Let me see. See. We've got, okay, so comparatively, we've also got some other things like plays a musical instrument, speaks several languages fluently, great with animals, perfect memory, mm-hmm. sings beautifully, expert carpenter. <laughs> uh, these are very weird things. Um, <laughs> talent, talent. I feel like a talent is... Something you can control. <sighs> Right. Something you yeah. actually have a skill for? It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a gift. Like they, a lot of these say skill or they say like great. Maybe they're like super gamblers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they would call it out though. Cause they, they say like skilled juggler. Why couldn't you be skilled a skilled jug- gambler? <laughs> Expert juggler. Uh, so I, I do not roll on this, uh, this table. That is why you guys have not met any jugglers. Also, I cannot juggle. So that would be a disappointment. <laughs> I can. You, yeah, Tony can juggle too. I, I have never mastered. I am not, I did not roll on the table and gain skill in <laughs> juggling for myself. I had to do that for a class. Mm-hmm. This, this looks like it's more just for getting ideas to create right. NPCs. Yeah, my understanding is that. So sort of a generator. It's, it's for flavor, but I was like, why is unbelievably lucky a talent? Well, why is excellent carpentry a talent? I mean, I guess, yeah, sure, but. You don't you know what it Sings yeah. beautifully. <laughs> Unbelievably lucky. I mean, it, it, mechanically, it would make sense if that person happened to have, say, the lucky feet or something like that, right. or or the or the bend bend luck or something. But like that. But most of these other uh, items on the table are not something that you can tailor to an ability or something like. Obviously, you guys know that Grendo yes. is an expert cook, but I don't have like a cooking skill check. I make. He for just him. is. Hmm. Though, though, remember, Rachel, that time Ash tried to cook? Yeah, and I botched it. <laughs> it was edible. But you tried so hard. It was edible. It did not poison anyone. It was food. And he ate it willingly. <laughs> he ate it 
with a smile on his face that you did not believe. <laughs> uh, yes. Do we have to eat more? I mean, get to eat more? Yeah. Of the food? Like, oh, this most excellent food is very. Enjoyable. And I'm like, let me insight that. Like, <laughs> like no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you, yeah. He definitely is lying to you. It's like, yeah, you know what? We go out and get something to eat instead. <laughs> we'll order pizza. Oh, also by the way, from the talent table, my favorite talent. Great at one game. <laughs> one game only. <laughs> One game. Anyways, so I just thought that was interesting because I was like, oh, well, I guess I don't know how how you would do a a lucky NPC. I guess you could give them luck points. That would be pretty powerful for just a standard NPC talent as opposed to... Unless you just gave them one point. I don't know how lucky they would be. But I don't know. that. But is that unbelievably lucky? Like, you cannot believe how lucky this NPC is. Well, maybe you instead of that, you could do something like, well... Like, okay, so depending on what race and class and all that stuff, like, say it's, like, a noble who runs, like, is the mayor. Like, okay, so maybe you could do something like mm-hmm. all charisma-based skill checks get advantage because they're really lucky yeah, with schmoozing. Yeah, you do something like that. You know? <laughs> really good schmoozers. <laughs> they're great at one thing, mm-hmm. schmoozing. They know how to talk to people. Yeah. Mm. That is a bit peculiar. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. weird table, though, in general. Like, those sections, I think, is more for written for just inspiring thought and, you know, getting you to, to create more in-depth characters. There's a lot of interesting stuff in the Dungeon Master's Guide where you read it once, they come back, and you're like, wow, I totally do not remember this. Um, I, I don't <laughs> tend to use these. I tend to have a more organic approach than rolling on a table. That's why you've never met uh, an NPC with a nervous <laughs> eye twitch. I really want one with a nervous <laughs> eye twitch. Or missing, or missing <laughs> fingers. <laughs> <laughs> is the carousing table, is that in DMG. the player's handbook or the DMG? DMG. DMG, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not as exciting yeah, as good yeah. stuff that I think it's come up with, though. <laughs> oh, that's, that's been interesting. Yeah, I feel like you guys are going to want to go back to Red Larch, not to, like, check on the town as much as to carouse. Uh, column A, column B. Hey, we just did something really yeah. important. Now we get a day off. That's how it works. Yeah, you guys did. You were very successful last session. We did. <laughs> oh, we slaughtered people too. Anyway, and you diplomat, and you, you <laughs> were very diplomatic, and you schmoozed. We signed all the appropriate paperwork. I did. We, did we already no. explain this? I can't remember if we've talked about. We this. haven't. Yeah, we, we have not talked about. Oh this. my gosh! We well, since we're talking about luck, I got hit by a fish. I believe we have. We did explain that you got hit by a fish really? in our last, in our previous recording. Oh. Yeah, I guess we did. Yeah. See, here's the problem. We talk a lot as people yeah. outside of this. <laughs> so sometimes we forget what stories we've just retold to each other yeah. and what we've actually said on this podcast. Yeah, we might be repeating some things what, sometimes. Which reveals, oh no, we're actual friends outside of this. What? Gasp. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it's it's one of those things where you play D&D so much you start wondering, what are my real world stats? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh man. I'm totally a wizard build. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what I would be. Yeah, now you have to think about it. I have no decks. Nope, but you have very strong hands, so you have. I had very strong hands. Well, that's like oh. fractured a finger. Oh. You'll have strong hands again. Should I don't think we've told anybody about that. <laughs> about my you? strong hands? I don't know. <laughs> no one knows. I'm, I'm good at massaging yes. brains. <laughs> Rachel, out of all of oh. us, would be the one to massage the <laughs> elder so brain. Weird. Like, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this time uh, your bear would actually yeah. come up to save you. I, that doesn't, it doesn't matter either way. Um, I had strong hands, and then I was bit by a dog on my hand and my arm. So now my hands are not quite as strong. But they should heal just fine, hopefully. Uh, hopefully I get the 
the one finger still has issues, but. Yeah, I think that that was the main thing that we discussed with luck. So I guess my my I think I've given my view of what I think luck is, and Tony sort of alluded to it. I guess what do you, what do you guys think, Rachel and Josh? Um, I kind of like the idea that it is something that we have a little bit of control over, so to speak, to a point. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it still comes down to like shitty dice rolls or not shitty dice rolls, <laughs> <laughs> depending on who's rolling the dice. But it's still like. It, yeah. It's like a chance for like a, a redo. Like, oh, I feel really lucky. I'm going to like rewind time a step and see if I can like actually yeah. not suck at this. Yeah. And that's how you guys tend to use inspiration. Like, well, wait a second. I'm feeling really good about that thing that happened <laughs> Let me earlier. <laughs> yeah. I think the most fun is when the DM tries to explain what happened. Like, oh, you go to cut into him. And then you consider cutting a little higher, yeah. and you made it all You're, of a you go, sudden. You go, wait. Okay, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, it doesn't have to be described that way. I just enjoy describing <laughs> things that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, I like that little touch. Because well, in a sense, you have sort of manipulated the forces of luck in some sense. Mm-hmm. You've changed something. Mm-hmm. Like you were aiming for the. Mm-hmm. You're aiming for his left arm and then the breeze just caught it just right and you actually pierced his heart yeah especially when you're like you do the re-roll and you nat 20 like oh <laughs> yeah. that's there's nothing better it feels that's good, when you right? think you're gonna just you know sl- skim his side and run him through so how do you want to do it <laughs> honestly i think for me it's mostly the saving throws where i'm like i have a feeling i'm dead because i rolled a one like yeah, I think I'm gonna use my inspiration. Let me, let me redo yeah. this. That's a good time. Let me, That's a good time. Let me try this. Yeah. yeah like, Breathing poisonous gas. Yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe redo this. Yeah. They're gonna take over my mind. Yeah. No. Let's let's try again. One of my least favorite things to ever hear Tony say is, "Okay, make a con oh. save." <laughs> and that's my favorite. <laughs> that's my highest. Between that and straight. I know. I know. My character. Yeah. I'm like. I'm For like, a drow yeah. elf with no con. I'm like, I am in the hands of fate now. That's how I feel about... And con saves? Deck saves? Deck saves. See, I'm like... Wisdom saves. I'm like, bring it with the deck saves. It's my best save. Dodge, dodge. Oh, but con saves. And con saves tend to be for really bad things, Mm -hmm. like poison. Yeah, con saves will screw you up. Yeah, granted, deck saves might keep you from getting set on fire. So (laughs) it's it's really a... They're all important. (laughs) Yeah, like, there's... Ideally, you're good at all the saves. Yeah, thankfully I have a plus two to all of them now. Yeah, that's, oh my gosh, that, that paladin ability mm. has really helped you guys in my campaign where you're like, everyone gather round! <laughs> gather round! <laughs> oh, and you get resistance to, to spell damage too, don't forget that guys. Just, just. Yes, yes, everyone, because, because you're in my amazing, amazing. presence. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. Yes. Step five feet closer. Oh, I suddenly feel much more encouraged about this, yeah. Exactly. I can't hit anything. I can't roll initiative, but I can keep you from being lit on fire. <laughs> like, and we are all okay with that. Yeah, but I think it's funny when you're like, everyone around me, you get resistance. Yeah. Oh, you're, I'm sorry, sorry, you're like 20 feet away. Too bad. <laughs> I can't help you. Like the mom on a field trip. Yeah. Come on, guys. Gather, gather around, gather around. Your buddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, make sure you hold hands and stab the lich. I, I have, uh, a little bit of thoughts on on lucky in general as a as a little wrap up 
Mm-hmm. I remember when we first were going over Lucky, especially the Lucky Feet, and I remember it kept coming up that we would kind of like mention it, and we're like, oh, that looks kind of nifty. Yeah, that'd be fun. But we don't really, I don't think it, it's that good. And then um, I think we Googled some stuff and just slowly came to the idea of Lucky's the most powerful feat you could ever have three times a day, <laughs> just free ad- extra advantage or even super advantage mm-hmm. to roll four D20s and take the highest. As powerful. It's impressive. I'm very excited about this, and, and no one will resent my character <laughs> for it, right? And for any attack <laughs> roll, ability check, or saving throw. Honestly, I'm like, I need to keep one in my pocket for saving throws, because that's <laughs> how I die. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I also want to say that, like, while in the interest of this show, we do want to try and break the game with interesting combinations of rules, I think it's the most fun when you play a character who picks things that make sense for them. Right. I don't think there's any way that knowledge would be able to pick the lucky feet just because I know as Josh that that's a good pick. I, right. I don't want to do that. It's not his type of thing. It doesn't make sense for him. And I think you'd have a lot more fun playing and especially trying to uh, break the rules with interesting combinations of things that make sense for your character. Right. And I actually didn't pick the lucky feet. Um, right, because because right. uh, it was assigned by Tony, and I really have liked that idea that I uh, that I started with Prince of the Apocalypse because they had those story hooks where it's like your goal is to rescue your people who raised you, or to recover your sword, or to use a map, <laughs> um, <laughs> a map that I've had the whole time and, uh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so the the book says like and when the characters accomplish this and these are often major tasks it's like give them inspiration and i was like really that's like the worst reward ever because i try to give inspiration for like good role playing you know that's literally the gold star of D. yeah yeah so basically you've accomplished a major task you get that same thing you get day to day anyways like, yeah. When, oh, you finished this major life goal? Let me just stick that on the fridge yeah. for you. Doesn't that look yeah, good? It's like you graduated from college and you got a gold star. <laughs> yes, my <laughs> sticker. Yeah. And you're like, wow, those four years were so worth it. I can just imagine my diploma having a good job yeah. smiley face written on it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> not, not to knock inspiration. I love inspiration as a regular mechanic for rewarding players yeah. for being their characters. Yeah. So I love free coffee, but if that's what I got after graduating college, <laughs> like, oh, oh, you one free cup of coffee. And you're Thanks. like, you're like, wow, yeah. I'm really glad I committed my <laughs> life to this. Um, yeah. So uh, I gave you guys the choice at the beginning. Um, when you accomplish your story hook, I'll either give you a feat or I'll give you a really cool magic item. And everyone's like, feet, definitely feet. Yeah. Extra innate ability. That, yes, that I keep forever as opposed to magic item. Yes. That it can be disarmed from me or pulled from me or stolen <laughs> yeah, or yeah. sold. Yep. Not that I do those things. Now, now you make it sound like I constantly steal all your stuff. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not that that ever happens. <laughs> but, it, but, but... It, but it could. No, it makes sense. Oh my gosh, Rachel, do you remember the time we got I don't know swindled? what you're talking about. I think that's, it's the closest I've ever seen Tony come to crying. I know, I was like, oh no, I broke them. I broke them. I remember them. that. You were kind enough to warn us not to go and sell our stuff. I, I had to, because you guys were like, oh, we could just sell all our stuff. I'm like, you might not want to do that just yet. Just wait, just wait. Yeah, we're like, wow, this stuff is amazing and really cheap. And we're really dumb, so we can't yeah. tell the difference. 
uh, I think it was okay for my character. I saved all my money because I was a hoarder, and I only bought like a collar for yeah. my weasel, which was a combination ferret weasel because that <laughs> needs to be That's a thing. But does it? But then, but then all the magical stuff did it disappear? Is that what it happened? All yeah. Yeah, he put a um a spell. I don't remember the name of the spell, but it was it was a spell where basically after so many like twenty four hours, um the items disappeared and returned to their their owner, so to speak. And they weren't actually magical. Yeah. They just had all been like had ca- spells cast on them to appear magical. And um it was basically yeah. this guy was just like a traveling con artist and would you know sell people like these really yeah. cool items that seemed really awesome for a decent price. Um, cause he wasn't trying to like, oh, I'm gonna sell it at face value, cause then, you know, they'll wanna murder me. Which you get, you guys wanted to anyways, but. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got really close. Oh my gosh. So, uh, this was, I think, one of our first discussions about what yeah. is evil. <laughs> um, <laughs> when we found this guy in the woods and I was like looking through my inventory to see what I could have to use, cause I think, Tony, I think your character had yeah, like, he dumped him. oil on him and threatened to light him on fire. I, I had tied him well, up. Well, and that's when I was like, oh my gosh, I have like four quarts of oil. <laughs> So I poured it all over him and threatened to set him on fire. It was amazing. <laughs> Tell me where the money's at. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> yeah, you give us back our money and whatever stuff you have or I will set you on fire. Um, and then I think the question was, well, it wasn't evil to threaten, but she wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you had acted yeah. on it. So he wound up just giving you the chest. So that's how you guys got a really cool chest of holding. Yeah, he's like, he's like, take it, let me live. Smart man. <laughs> but it was really it, funny when you guys woke up and I'm like, yeah. yeah, and all your stuff is gone. And they're all like, what? The Connor's life is tough. <laughs> yeah, I think Chris was going to like flip the table. Because <laughs> he got like really cool armor. <laughs> and he was like, no, I loved that armor. It was like a child. Yeah, and I think you guys like blew all your money on we it. Did. Or pretty close to. I, I'd save uh, mine because I. Yes, well, we knew that. But, but. <laughs> also, there wasn't anything really yeah, good that for was, you. That was one of her. Yeah. For for sorcerers, yeah. But anyways, that was that was fun. So I have not done that to you guys. I just thought it would be something interesting Thank to throw you. in. No. <laughs> it was interesting, obviously. It was we, no, we actually really enjoyed it after the fact that we caught him. We remember it really distinctly. It's it's been like two years, and I vividly remember that moment. <laughs> yeah. One of the finer stories. I like the sitting on fire part. That's good. I, I didn't actually do it. <laughs> she only I threatened. only threatened to do it, so it was not evil. She poured oil on him. I think that's the best part. It's it's just it's very terrifying. Like, oh, and what did he do? Oh, he gave you all the stuff back. <laughs> yeah, can't why. Yeah, well, uh, she was like also like flicking little sparks because you know she was a sorcerer. Like, oops, one of them might light him on fire if he's not, you know, mm-hmm. cooperative. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that one was closer. <laughs> oops. <laughs> oh, sorcerers, they're the best. <laughs> your, your sorcerer was right on the fence yeah, of she, going evil. She walked she wasn't a, a very fine line. And that's why you loved her so mm-hmm. much, right? <laughs> yeah, my character pitied her. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah. That's because he was a snobby oh, he's, elf. Oh, he's, yeah. he's a wood elf, so he was snobby. Anyways, that was a little off topic, but I thought on it was an entertaining anecdote. <laughs> we were talking about what? Oh, stuff and items. And I was saying, so you guys all picked a feat, and Tony basically liked that idea, that, so he decided to use it for his campaign to reward us for finishing uh what they use as bonds in Out okay. of the Abyss, which is basically yeah. a, a major story element, which for mine was, this guy murdered my mom. And once you dealt with him, you got your feet. 
yeah, which was selected by the DM to be appropriate for me. So he picked Lucky, and I was like, ooh. I'm super curious what knowledge gets. I can't wait. Yep, right? I'm getting close. You just need to find the magic library, and you'll get it, right? I know, I know. Yeah, actually, I'm uh, I'm customizing yours. I've heard. I'm excited. That'll be really cute. Uh, yeah, interesting. So, Rachel, I know at first when I gave you the sentinel feet for Ash, you were like, oh, okay, that's cool, until you used it on the dragon turtle. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I I use it every chance I get. I'm like, oh, I could just use this? Every chance. Yeah, like, oh, oh, I could just stop anything? Like, anything of any size? Okay, cool. That's awesome. <laughs> like, uh, you think you're making a getaway, but no. Just stop right there, please. Thank you. It It saved me. Yeah, actually, no, that's right. Well, that's no, it that did. feet did. That dead feet did, yeah. The sentinel feet. Um, we gave it to, uh, Zach, one of my other players. And Gazrim, uh, made a run for, for you, uh, Josh, for knowledge. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I honestly, as DM, I forgot he had the feet. And <laughs> he was able to strike him and stop him in his it's tracks. Like, boom, no. <laughs> so that knowledge was able to maintain concentration on his suggestion spell. Had that dropped, we would I would not have been able to recast that, I don't think. I, I would have really struggled. Yeah. I think you only had level one spells. I could have burned it into sorcery points and stuff, but it would have taken a while, and the Beholder would have just been murderizing but us. You, I think that's one of the great things as a DM, when you, like... Pretty, you know the party pretty well. You you could like tailor the combat to them, and then they do something you totally either forgot about or that is unexpected. And you're like, oh, okay then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That actually, that was one of the things that whole fight amazed me because a character that should have been able to resist the paralysis didn't. <laughs> you got a suggestion on the beholder that he failed to save with by one, and a sentinel feat that stopped uh, the the Gazrim from. Being able to rush and try and break your concentration all just worked out. Yeah. 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 Speaking we of were lucky, very lucky. That, that whole thing. All of that. I think that uh, was one of those times where like, oh my gosh, plan A worked. <laughs> what? Blew my mind. <laughs> and I think that's partly yeah. why Tony gave me the lucky feet after that because it seemed appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I earned it. <laughs> you even got the killing blow. but Yeah, yeah. apparently by like mm-hmm. a couple hit points. Mhm. Mhm. So, so anything to wrap up on luck? Luck is just an interesting thing in D&D that can apparently be manipulated. Oh, and I think we're going to have more and more fun good and bad luck stories yeah. as we go forward. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are the ones that really stick with you. Mhm. Those times you roll like 7 nat 20s in a, in a game and yeah. then the next one you roll about 10 nat 1s. Yeah, that happens to some of us. It's great. And Rachel, I think that right there was the end of our episode. <laughs> but go on, sorry. No, no, I was gonna say it was just a good. That was a good cinching no, no, point. No, no, we, we we can stop right there. That's cool. I was gonna say it, and I know Rachel's gonna roll a good initiative. One of the one no, okay, rephrase it. I'm gonna roll a good initiative when nobody else rolls a good initiative. <laughs> when nobody else rolls a good initiative. <laughs> I know that's impossible. It Considering will freaking Sai has like right? plus nine or some stupid high thing. He has. Plus I, nine. Those moments where Chris rolls a two and he's like, he just sits there and like and glares like, at the table. Come on, man. <laughs> what? I'm like, what'd you get? He's like, they show yeah. fingers at me. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, oh, that's still so better than, than everything I've ever rolled. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, so I guess that's that's basically yeah. luck. 